Hello everybody, this is Eddie Dacius. We're here for a great episode. Um, we have um, Sharon today with us. Um, we're definitely excited for this episode. Um, before we start, let's um, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. So if you're looking for a great headshot for a job, a new job, your website, or your LinkedIn profile, you should definitely check Barry Brownstein. Barry Brownstein is a headshot photographer and he will hook you up. Did you know that most people would rather have root canal versus having their headshot taken? Hi, I'm Barry Bronstein of Barry Bronstein Photography and I create headshots that people love. When you work with me, I help you to feel comfortable, show and teach you how to smile, to feel at ease in front of the camera and light you in a way that makes you look great. Groups of six or more, I take the studio to you. Either way, it would be great to work together to create headshots you'll actually love. Yes, uh, if you're interested, um, call them now, 781-237-0495, or check them online, BarryBrownsonPhotography.com. And we have another sponsor, that's his facility management. If you're looking for facility services, call them now, 617-237-0106. Do you want to maximize the value of your commercial property and achieve optimal productivity and efficiency in your day-to-day -day business operations? That's where Dacius Facilities Management can help. DFM offers Boston area businesses help in key areas like building and preventive maintenance, handyman services, project and vendor management, and even security consulting at competitive rates. Call Dacius Facilities Management now at 617-237-0106 or visit DaciusFM.com today. DaciusFM.com. So please call them now, 617-237-0106. Um, our guest, she's the founder and CEO of Living While Leading, which support female leaders in IT sector who want to continue make an impact while prioritizing their well-being, relationship, and personal interests. She she's an Afro Latino, a native of New York, um, New York, and we have Sharon today with us. Sharon, how are you? Hi, Eddie. Thank you for having me. I'm doing fine. All right. So we're excited to have you today, and let's introduce the show. This is Divine Purpose Podcast with our guest Sharon today. Welcome to the Divine Purpose Podcast where we transport you along one of the more dynamic journeys of life. Have you ever been curious to know what it takes to become a successful leader? Or about knowing the secrets of life through the Bible? How about engaging in conversation where no topics are off limits? We will take you to new levels with guests who can help you grasp the importance of your calling. Now, here's your host, Eddie Dacius, founder of Dacius Facilities Management. So 
So very excited to have you. So Sharon, we if you're familiar with our show, with this podcast, we always ask our guests a famous question, like a simple question. But some people think this question is loaded. But um, let let me try it with you, Sharon. What can you tell us about you today? Um, well, what can I tell you about me today? Um, yeah, where do you want me to start? Um, I am really excited to be here with you, Eddie. You and I connected online months and months ago and have been following one another. So um, I, it's a real privilege for me to be here with you. Um, I am a native New Yorker, as you stated in your uh, intro of me. And I've been living in Europe now for 24 years. Um, what? So I, it's a career and a family. And um, I do get back to the States very often. Um, but um, I basically have made Europe my home for, for over two decades now. And usually people do the other way. <laughs> they from Europe, they come to the United States. Yeah. But you you um you were uh, you were born here and now you're europe so can you tell us what was what kind of triggered you to if it was a job opportunity what was the reason to to relocate to to the europe oh it's very simple it was uh, a relationship so i i had a career uh, working in hospital administration i was a junior executive at one of the largest private Uh, hospitals in New York City. And at the time, uh, my husband, I obviously wasn't married to him at the time, he was doing a research fellowship there. And so we met and a love story ensued. And 24 years later, wow. here I am in Vienna and he, and he's Austrian. And so that, you know, that's, that's, that's the uh, line, the through line there. Wow, that's and this is a great story so far. Like I said, this is one thing I like about um, doing this podcast is, uh, you know, you met the guests. We had like a formal change of email, but we don't know the full story. And now you're telling us love was the reason yeah. <laughs> we, we, you will locate to Europe. So let's go about your childhood. How was it? Um, can you share a favorite childhood memory with us? Um, my, my childhood was, was interesting. I grew up in the Bronx in public housing. Um, I come from a very, very humble background. I was raised by both of my parents and um, in an in a, in a underserved community and underserved school system. Um, what I can say is that some teachers really took a big interest in me and my success. And I believe that because of that interest that those teachers took in me, they made me understand that my world was bigger than, you know, growing up in, in the housing projects and that there was a world larger than the world that I had been exposed to. And therefore I, had a lot of drive. I mean, I had a lot of internal drive, but they saw it in me at a very young age. And when I say young age, I'm talking about, you know, 10 years old, nine, 10 years old. Wow. Um, and so, um, you know, I lived in public housing, you know, from the age of three all the way up until I graduated from university and then managed to, to pave a new chapter for, for me and my family. 
And like I said, this is great. I'm very excited to learn more about you. Let's go with this question. I I know people and I had guests talking about those memories. They cherish them. They they help them become who they are now. Any lesson you learn from the way you grew up that you try to apply on your day-to-day these decisions? Well, one of the lessons that we learned, and I would say just not me, but my brother and my sister learned, was uh, being independent, relying on ourselves, and being very resilient. And so childhood was not easy for us for lots of reasons. Uh, reasons because there was some financial insecurity. Uh, from time to time, there was some food insecurity. Um, but we grew up in a very loving environment. And so we understood that we all had to contribute to the success of the family. And so if if I think about that and how that fits into how I've been living my life, my life has always been very much surrounded or in my success has always been about a whole bunch of people. Yeah. I've never considered myself a self-made woman. I have what I have today because various people in my life at different stages in my life contributed to my success. She has lived in Vienna, Austria for over decades and is a former executive and has had global and European leadership role at Fortune 500 companies. Former CEO of Living Well, leading which support female leaders in the IT sector who want to continue to make an impact while prioritizing their well-being, relationship, and personal interests. Sharon is a daughter, sister, wife, and a mother. She's an advocate for diversity, equity, and inclusion, and female empowerment, and a vied reader and a hobby baker. Um, so if you guys are looking to connect with Sharon, you can look her online um, uh, on, on LinkedIn. So we we like to have the guests talking about their path, the way they grew up and the the way they they kind of navigate their career because not everybody have an opportunity to have a plan or to focus on their career but um i think one thing we can learn as we have our guests living while leading this is a great title and you can go on your website living while leading.com and like you said, she helped women in IT executive gain more control over their career and, and carve out time to care for themselves and family. Um, yes, yeah, so yeah, so like I like I was saying, so she's very important in this um, in this way. So now, the question I will ask you, Sharon, is like you were saying that. Growing up, and those are the lessons you learn from your family, kind of help you grow. Um, do you remember your first job? Yeah, <laughs> the first job I you had. Do. My first, the first job I ever had was as a math tutor. 
Um, I was quite good in mathematics when I was in high school. I was 15 years old and my high school had a football team. And those boys who were struggling with math were at risk of getting cut from the team. And so I was asked to tutor some of these young men uh, so that they could pass their classes and that they could continue to play football. And what I discovered is that I had a real talent for teaching people and, and a talent for explaining things to people so that they could understand it in a way. And, and that's actually always been my calling. I didn't realize it at the time. I just relied on my talent and you know my ability to get through algebra and trigonometry. Um, but what I didn't understand was that decades later, that I would still be doing the same sort of thing in one way or another. So that was my first job. It was paying minimum wage. I think at the time, minimum wage was uh, $3 and wow. 35, 35 cents or, wow, or something wow. like that. <laughs> and, and looking at your, your accomplishment, um, which of your accomplishments you're the proudest? Well, that's a, that's a really tough question, Eddie. What I would say is leaving your home country and starting a life anew is very challenging under any circumstances. I mean, I wasn't fleeing a country, so that's much different than people who are, you know, leaving their country because of, of, of war or some civil unrest or something like that. It was a conscious decision that I made to leave my country, but nevertheless, a very, very difficult one to make. Yeah. Um, I abandoned a career. I had to start a brand new career from zero, uh, which wow. I can tell you is very humbling to do when you are on an executive track and then all of a sudden you end up in a country where you can't even speak the language. Uh, so I would say that that is probably one of the most defining moments of, of my life as an adult. Hello, my name is Craig Landis, and thanks for checking out my book, uh, A Brief History of White Nonsense. Um, I was born in Phoenix, Arizona, and spent my first 17 years of life there. Uh, and then my family moved across the country to uh, Pennsylvania, to the Philadelphia area. Um, now I'm currently living in Albuquerque, New Mexico with my wife. Um, and in those experiences, uh, had uh, a lot of you know different experiences around race and the racial makeup of the communities I was living in. Um, had some anti-racism training when I lived in in Pennsylvania, and that really got me thinking about uh, you know the whole dynamic of racism and the history of race in in this country, the United States. So that's why I wrote my book, uh, A Brief History of White Nonsense. 